0: Welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Clusterman and I'm a Senior Account Manager at Evenbound. Evenbound is a digital marketing agency as well as a Diamond HubSpot Solutions partner located in Grand Haven, Michigan. In each episode of this podcast, we'll break down current and complex marketing questions into easily digestible 5-10 to 10 minute episodes. Let's jump into it. Hi everyone! Um, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we have a great guest on. Um, you may know her; she's been on plenty of episodes. <laughs> Mackenzie Dieter, Mackenzie, welcome back. Hey, I'm here all the time. I hope you guys are too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we love having you here. Uh, for those who may not know, Mackenzie is even balance director of content. She's been with the company for seven years. Um, I, You've got your degrees in content and English and all that good stuff, so you know what you're talking about, and uh, that's why we love having you on. Thank you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our question today is a good one. It is, how do I create high-converting landing pages? So I'm excited to get into like the nitty-gritty with you, but I think this is all something as like marketers or someone who um, works on websites or like is just even marketing adjacent might wonder like how do I improve my landing pages? How do I get more leads? I think that all kind of wraps up into this question. So let's lay the groundwork. Mac, can you explain to us what is a landing page and what its purpose is, just so we're all on the same page.
1: Yeah, for sure. So landing page just in general, it's any website page that exists with the main objective of converting someone into a lead. So a lot of times we'll see this Um, like if you're running paid ads, you might have a dedicated landing page for a specific ad campaign. That's a really great example. Usually it's a separate page, it has a form on it, and the idea is to remove as many other distractions as possible and drive people to that conversion opportunity, whether that's that like
0: form, CTA, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you mentioned like a good example of that is if you have a landing page for a Google ad or a Microsoft ad, but also things like if you have an event and you want to drive people to that page to get more information, maybe it's a content offer, um, the list goes on and on. So definitely a ton of uses for landing pages. And when we're looking to create high converting landing pages, landing pages that are going to take a visitor into a lead or a contact? What are some best practices in going about doing so?
1: Yeah, I think we all wish we knew like the secret code to landing pages because I think we would all be like crushing it if we did. <laughs>
0: oh yes, that'd be amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we do have best practices. I, I can't like, there's nothing that is 100% going to work for every single landing page, but there are a lot of best practices that will help. So one of the best ones is just anytime you're creating a landing page, You should come at it from the perspective of, okay, what do I have that this person who's landing on the page needs? So instead of focusing on like, we are so great, we offer this wonderful thing, It usually the more like better performing ones are focused on like, what pain point am I solving? How can I help you with this problem? Um, So that kind of starts with the headline. So what is the benefit? How can we make this a benefit focused headline? Maybe it's like, let's say you have a service that helps people reduce debt maybe your headline is something about like, how do you, or we're going to help you reduce debt by 20%. That's an awesome headline because it tells me, Hey, I have this problem of I'm in debt. And yes, I would love to be 20% less in debt. So that immediately like confirms my pain point and shows me that you potentially have a solution to it. So that is like the very top first thing you can do to make a good
0: converting landing page. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great call out really. I didn't like speaking to someone's pain and like saying hey here's how like i'm gonna help you fix it or solve this issue um i mean that i think that could compel just about anybody hopefully
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i mean we can hope we can hope
1: (laughs) Um, so then after that, once you've got your headline down, I'll talk a little bit about content. Um, So generally you want your landing page to be as concise as possible, but you want it to speak directly to that person's pain point. Like we talked about with the headline. So compelling high converting copy usually is speaking directly to the person that you're talking to. You want to direct them to a CTA. So like you're confirming their pain point. Hey, you want to reduce debt by 20%. Click on this thing, schedule a consultation, meet with our team, something like that. Your copy should be very focused on driving them to that action and making it one very clear action that they can take. So that's kind of the content of a high converting landing page.
0: Yeah, I think it's easy for people to put like a few different calls to action on a landing page. Like, oh, well, it'd be great if they book a meeting, but like it'd also be great if they sign up for our newsletter or Um, contact us through this form like that can get confusing for people um so like you said like clear concise um ctas and i think ideally keep it to one that'll certainly increase your chances for converting people on that landing page
1: yeah that's a super good point definitely have seen the multiple conversion opportunities and that usually just it's kind of like if Everything is a priority, nothing is a priority, you know, yes, but definitely. for your landing page. <laughs> hmm
0: Yep. Love that.
1: Yeah. So and that kind of leads us right into the form part of the landing page. So obviously we talked about that being a huge part of a high converting landing page is having a form on it. Um, that's where someone can convert. It should be very easy to find. People are pretty used to it being on the top right side of a page. So that's honestly a design tactic that really works in your favor. Like unless you have a b tested it and your form works way better on the left side i would say if you're just starting out try it on the right side because that's what consumers expect that's where they want to put in their information so they're going to look for it right there and then the other thing to note with your form is just to make sure you only are asking for what you need so the more fields you put on your form the less likely somebody is to fill it out it's kind of how i usually approach it so if you can get by with just a name and an email address keep it to just that.
0: Yeah, we definitely touched on this in our episode a couple weeks ago when we talked about gated and ungated content. You kind of have to give enough value. Um, The the value you're giving should match like how much you're asking for of them. So if it's like super valuable piece of content, you can maybe get away with asking for a few more things like a phone number or a job title. Um, But typically the less, like you said, Mackenzie, the fewer fields, the higher percent chance someone's actually going to fill that form out. So a really great point there.
1: Yeah. And that's a good point too, Colby, just on like the value of the leads you're getting. Like if it is something that's super end of funnel and you only want really qualified leads to fill it out, then you probably can get away with having more of those fields. Um, if you're delivering something super high value.
0: Cool. Any last best practice tips for high converting landing pages? Yeah. I think my last one is just to optimize it
1: for search. There's kind of a misconception out there that landing pages don't need to be search optimized. And in a lot of ways, that's true. Like maybe you're hiding them from search engines. They're probably not indexable in many cases, but especially if you're doing a landing page for an ad campaign, you do want to optimize for search as much as you can, because Google is going to use that landing page to evaluate like your quality score for those ads and how often you populate. So if you can, and especially if it's something that's going to be indexable, I would definitely make sure you're optimizing for search by like just checking your keywords, making sure they match with your ad campaigns and that sort of thing.
0: No, I, I think that's a great point. And like you said, a common misconception that you don't need to optimize for search, but it would probably be in your benefit if you did so. Um, so so take that little extra time and uh, make sure that page is looking good for um, both the users and for search engines. So let's bring it home. Let's wrap her up. Any action items for everyone listening today, Mackenzie?
1: Yeah, so one fun one, super just like you can check it out now if you're in the back end of your site. Just take a look at your top performing landing page and your worst performing landing page. Love a split screen moment? Like bring one up on the left, one up on the right, and just look at them. How do they compare? So, what are some differences? How is that? How does that best performing landing page look? And like we said earlier, like it is really hard to hack a high converting landing page because all consumers are different and chances are that someone in your industry functions differently than somebody in somebody else's industry. So they're looking for different things on a landing page is kind of the short version of that. So what performs really well for a marketing landing page might not perform really well for an attorney's landing page. So just look and see what is really doing well on that top performing landing page and what maybe is holding that low performing landing page back. And then how can you optimize that low performing one and then finally is there just anything on either of those landing pages that you could a b test maybe it's the color of a button maybe you want to a b test the length of a form with like just adding one field or something like that really testing is going to be the best way for you to figure out how you can create a high converting landing page for your company
0: yeah and just to build off that a little bit Uh, when we're A-B testing, we should really only be changing one factor between that test. So whether it's that button color or maybe it's the heading, we don't want to change multiple things because then it's kind of your results are inconclusive. We don't know if it was the heading or the button color that made the difference. So let's keep keep it to one thing and then do your A-B test. Yeah, very good call. Um, That's it for today. I think we knocked that question out of the park. How do I create a high converting landing page? So Mackenzie, as always, thanks for joining us and uh, sharing all your knowledge. Uh, I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you all so much for spending a few minutes with us. Please rate us five stars in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share us with a friend and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya.